Hey guys, it's Fiery Moon and welcome back to Fiery's Corner. This is the second episode of season three and it is entitled The Power of Saying No. As always, like I tell you guys, there is a weekly tarot reading that goes along with this um, episode. So feel free to check it out at Fiery moon tarot on youtube um so we're basically just gonna jump right into it um if you listened last week it you know we talked about you know how can i say it it was titled beneficial or beneficial and you know basically what we talked about was you know when you're in you know certain circumstances or situations whether they be you know relationships and friendships jobs um you know family however you know it resonates for you it was basically about the you know being in something whether it's because of who you are or what you have and you know how people you know, can perceive you, how, you know, relationships can be based off of, you know, the needs of others versus the needs of yourself. Um, So with this week, you know, the energy that came out was speaking to the power of, you know, saying no. So, you know, what happens when you say no? Um, To me, the way that, you know, my or the way that I like to look at things or, you know, just the way that I see things when it comes to saying no, you know, it's 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 really an act of, you know, honoring yourself. Um, you know, in today's society, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, don't tell others no um, for fear of, you know, judgment, ridicule, um, you know, being looked at as, you know, upsetting the quote unquote status quo or, you know, not, how can I say this? Like not wanting to be looked at as opposing in a way. And, you know, to me, that's something that, you know, it just doesn't resonate with me. Like, I know for me, like, saying no, like, I know some people just say no for the hell of it, just to see, you know, just for a reaction. But I know, like, if I say no to something, it's because, you know, it's not for me. Um, Even if it was something that, you know, may have been something that was, or I'll say that I was interested in, or even something that I wanted, if it became, you know, too much... As a person, I'm able to, you know, set a boundary and say, like, you know, here, this is what I'm accepting. And if, you know, if that's what you're giving me, then, you know, I'm, you know, I have to, you know, draw the line. So. Are we how can I say this? Like, are we so deep in you know society's structure 
that we just, you know, we don't say no when we know that we should or, you know, and whatever it is like in, in the reading, you know, what I the way that I described it was, you know, knowing that <clears throat> you need to drink some water. But every time you get thirsty, you keep grabbing for a soda. Now, you know, there's an awareness there like, hey, like, you know, soda, you know, too much of it is bad for you. If you do it in moderation, you know, it's okay. But ultimately, you know, I know for me what what no matter what beverage it is, what truly quenches my thirst is a cup of water. Um, but why do we, you know, know that we have that awareness, we have that knowing like, you know, this water is going to be the only thing that is really going to, you know, satiate, I can't even say the word, satiate me over this soda. Like, I don't know if this is like happens to other people. I'm sure it does. But for the sake of conversation, you know, I don't know. And maybe it doesn't. Um, But. I know, like, if I'm, if I decide to, like, drink a soda, like, I'm always, like, I'm, like, I'm still thirsty. Like, it, like I said, it doesn't quench my thirst. So, at one point, do we stop grabbing that soda and, you know, drink that water? I mean, because the awareness is there. How do we, or... I'll say what causes that shift? What causes you to say, you know what? No, I don't want no more soda. Yes, it's there. Yes, it's, you know, it's a beverage, but it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing for the reason why I'm, you know, drinking it. So it's like, you know, how do we come out of autopilot in a way because that's how like you know the energy is feeling like how do we come off of autopilot from you know doing the things that we do on you know a, I would I, I, I don't want to say on a daily but for some of you it could be daily but things that have become habitual how do you you know break a habit and you know the, what I you know came up with was in order, you know, to break a habit, you have to say no. And prior to, you know, recording this episode and after doing the reading, you know, I, you know, I always, I'm a research person. I love, you know, looking stuff up and, you know, just seeing what's out there. And, and what I've researched, I came across the quote and, you know, it's, it, it, rang very true and it said that anyone who can't say no is living somebody else's life and you know it's hearing it well for me when I read it I was like wow like damn (laughs) like when you really think about it like if you can't say no to something or someone or some you know whatever it may be are you truly living in your truth is that you know because 
how does that work? Like, <laughs> you know, maybe, you know, it's for me, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid to, you know, ruffle feathers. And it's not intentionally. But, you know, there are, you know, some instances where it is done intentionally. But I can only speak from my experience. Like, if I say no, I don't, it's it's not because, like, I want you to react a certain way. It's not because I want you to give me my way. I'm saying no because no. Like, that is as simple as that. But, you know, we live in a society where, like, you're saying no and people take that as, you know, like, you're either a threat or, you know, they take offense to it. And it's like, but why? If something, something that may be right for you may not be right for me, but because I'm, you know, it's not even opposing just because I'm, I've made a decision that it's not right for me and I express it. Why does that, you know, make me quote unquote the villain, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 you know, sitting and, you know, just thinking about this stuff for me that, you know, I realized like in every situation where I did say no, I see, you know, I seen the reaction that people had to it. And like I said, it's never from, you know, in my experience, it was never intentionally done because like I said before, like if I don't want something it's because I don't want it, I'm, it's not for me. So why would I try to, you know, force something or, you know, someone or just anything if it's, you know, not even something that I want, like I shouldn't have to, you know, defend that or even explain it. No is no, (laughs) like. But, you know, I feel like, you know, so many people are, you know, in a space of, like I said, not wanting to upset the status quo. So what happens when you get to that, that breaking point? What happens when you, you know, you have to sit and ask yourself, like, am I doing this for me? Or am I doing this because I don't want to upset you? And, like, it kind of puts you, like, between a rock and a hard place. Because in wanting to satisfy or appease or make nice with others, are you stifling yourself? Are you sacrificing yourself? And why? So you guys know, like with every reading, I use the Empowering Questions deck and the Empowering Questions that came out this week were very deep and, you know, very, you know, reflective as well as introspective because one of the questions that came out was, am I living my dream or someone else's dream and how do I differentiate between the two and it's like yeah is 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 you saying no to someone costing you versus you you know basically 
you know, always saying yes and making sure that this person's okay. But in you and you always saying yes, like, are you, you're telling yourself no. And, you know, to me, it's like it should be the other way around. Like, it's a very, like, you know, it's a, it's a thin line as with all of this, you know, stuff that, you know, we discussed. There's, you know, it's a spectrum. And it's not to say, like, always saying no is, you know, a good thing. And always, and it's not bad to, you know, always say yes. But where's the the middle ground? Where's the, you know, as long as you're not overdoing it on one end, that's what, that's how you, like, almost achieve, like, a healthy balance. So I know for me, and <laughs> shout out to Beyonce because we we have this full moon in Virgo coming up right now. It's gonna be on March seventh, and as always, you know, the the energy speaks. I'm just the vessel. But Beyonce, you know, she's a Virgo, and it's like she she made a song called Yes, and she says, um. You know, the first time I said no, it's like I never said yes. And it's, you know, it's crazy when you when you think about it, like you can tell you, you know, you can say yes, like, yes, to I want this job. Yes, I want to, you know, go here. or Yes, I want to go there or do this or whatever the case may be. But think about, you know, maybe you've even had this experience of the first time you said no to someone. And you basically in saying no is what you what you did was establish a boundary. What was the reaction that came from that? And it does, you know, go back to, you know, last week's episode where, you know, there are people who, you know, are solely or present themselves like they're 100 percent for you. Then they throw out that word love. But as soon as you do something that they don't like, as soon as you don't give them what they want, as soon as you say no, it's 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 you know they react in a way that's like wow like oh so because you're not getting your way now I'm the bad guy <laughs> and you know like you know it ends up you end up seeing like the true colors of someone or you know a situation and it's like huh now if I would have said yes in the situation you would have been cool but now that I'm saying no and I'm, you know, putting myself first, because that's ultimately what you're doing. You're like I said, saying no is a way that you're honoring yourself. You're saying like, this is my limit. This is where I, I can't go no further. And, you know, I think a lot of people are, you know, afraid of the reaction that comes from that, because normally that reaction, you know, when you say yes to someone all the time and then you tell them no you know it's it's you know like I said you don't want to upset the status quo but that level of people pleasing can be detrimental to you it can you know wear you down it can you know wear you out it can mess with your mental it can mess with your physical spiritual and emotional health And, you know, for me, like, that's something that's just, you know, not okay. Because I'm not, you know, 
the type of person where like if I say no to you and your reaction to me is like blown out of proportion that just shows me that oh like I said you're not you're not getting what you want out of me so you you make me you know you paint me as this bad person and it's like how though like am I really this bad of a person because I'm deciding to say like and you know say like no and preserve me because I'm choosing an act of self-preservation I'm the bad guy like mm. like at some point shit just gotta start making sense because it's it's almost like the more like I talk about this on the podcast, the more like the only thing I could do, you know, is just literally shake my head because like where is the logic in, in this? Where is it? Like there really doesn't seem to be any logic in, you know, being a people pleaser. Like who and what and where did that shit come from? Like I can I can say you know, not like I've seen people do it. And we've even done this if you're a parent. Like, you've done this with your kid. And you know what happens. Like, when you tell a kid, like, you know, or you keep giving a kid something. And then the first time you tell them, like, no, not today or something, you see the tantrum that ensues. And it's like, is that really healthy? Like, really, when you when you really think about it, and, you know, for those of you that are not parents, you can, you know, substitute this example for whatever it is. But it's like, why, <laughs> why are we so upset or not afraid to upset people? And it's like I said, if, if it's not intentionally done, that is different than when your intent is to, you know, poke the bear and just to be defiant or you're doing shit just for that reaction but that comes from a a very broken place to want to do that to somebody to want to be the initiator of that energy all because you feel like without it you're not going to get what you want and that's you know that's it's very childish it's very immature so like Again, like with the example of your children, like nobody wants to fail. And, you know, as parents and even when we were children ourselves, you know, you didn't want to upset your parents. Your parents always wanted to make you feel, you know, for, for, you know, some of us, I know everyone's experience is different. But, you know, sometimes and I've even had this conversation with my mom before and I told her I said ma I appreciate and I understand the way that you did things and why you did them because as parents you know we always want our children to you know have better or we try to give them things that you know we didn't have but in my experience I you know I realized that after having my own daughter the the detriment that it caused me as an adult because it it always you know like kind of made me not even think about being accountable at the time for anything I was doing it was you know allowing me to just be like well oh 
mom is going to get it or, you know, my stepdad, he'll get it for me or they're going to do it for me anyway. And it was, you know, it was, you know, as a child and, and as a kid, you know, growing up through that, I was, you know, you don't realize it then. But it took for me having my own kid and, you know, becoming a parent of myself. And, you know, thankfully, I, you know, my mom was was and is very present in my life. But I think I was around like 25 when I when I realized I was like, oh, shit. Like, what did y'all do to us? Because I, you know, I have, you know, siblings as well. And, you know, I seen for me because I am the only girl, you know, so and I'm a middle child at that. Like it was different, like for my brothers, um. You know, I seen how the detriment that it caused them, but more so like I've in having my own daughter, I seen, you know, where that upbringing affected me. But, you know, I'm glad, you know, like at 25, I was able to, you know, sit down with my mom and, you know, I said, Ma you know, I get it. I I understand like you wanted us to have everything, you know, everything that you didn't have. And you provided a life for us that you, you, you didn't have. And I'm grateful. And I, you know, I respect it and I understand it, but it truly, you know, fucked me up as an adult. Like I'm going to keep it real. And it, it, it was like, like I said, I hadn't, I didn't have any accountability my responsibilities were like, yeah, like I had them. And like I said, at 25, like at that time, my daughter, she was what? She was what, seven, six or seven at that time when, you know, I had my, you know, my first realization of like, oh, shit. This is like I, I had to, you know, realize like, nah, this cycle is is stopping right here, right now with me. And, you know, I'm glad that I had that. I'm glad that, you know, I and, you know, to even I don't how can I say like. I don't know the experience, you know, that my mom, you know, she was going through, because when you're a kid, you, you think like your parents are, you know, they're everything and. You know, they only want what's best for you and they, you know, what they have and, you know, what they do is right. That that's, you know, that becomes our standard. But, you know, I then realized like, oh, well, maybe that was the standard for them and what they were going through at that time. But that's not the standard for me. So it was right then and there. Like I decided, like, I'm not going to do that to my daughter. And that was my choice. Like I didn't like I want her to know you know, life isn't easy. There are going to be times that you're going to fail. You know, there are going to be times where you're going to be told no, and you have to be okay with that. You can't let it, you know, affect you to the point just because you got one no, like there's not still a yes coming, you know, down the line somewhere. Just that no just be may be just not right now you know instead of thinking like it's so final like 
where you know you know I guess it only comes from you know the way we were brought up and the you know the environments that we grow up in and then you know being here today now in this you know with this social media and this technology it's like it's it looks like everybody's getting a yes like everybody is you know Oprah is telling everybody like you get a car you get a car you get a car but that's not reality like so what is like what do you do with that when they tell you nope you're not getting this <laughs> no more like you know it's it's a different type of you know perspective or and really a level of awareness that you have to be at to be able to see it that way because the majority of the world they don't see it that way it's like a no means never in this world and this and and you know that's crazy to me and I don't feel like that's true at all so you know it's like What do we do with that? Like, how do we, you know, get past that? You know, for for those, you know, for those who are not there yet. Do you feel like, you know, you can ever get to that point? And it's not to say, like, there's nothing wrong with wanting, you know, the people around us to you know be happy and this but we cannot be that source of happiness we all have to be our own source of happiness it can't be dependent on another person it can't be dependent upon a thing it can't be dependent upon this job or this like because you you know want this person or you want this job or you want this thing Why do we feel that we have to sacrifice ourselves for it? Like, I don't under, like, it's, you know, it just, mm. it's kind of hard to talk about in a sense because, you know, where I'm, you know, where I'm at. And it's not to say, like, I'm, you know, above anyone because, like, I always tell you guys, I speak from experience, but I, you know, the more I talk and, you know, the more these situations come up, the more I see, like, my, you know, experience was very different. And, you know, I understand it. But that's, you know, kind of the reason why, like, I feel like I was you know, you know, driven and, you know, guided to do this to show that there is another side to the one side that we've been so stuck on. Why are we always stuck on the, the, the negative side of things? Why when you encounter someone that's different, you know, like I said, you're, they're automatically perceived as a threat. And, it, and is it because it's, you know, like fear of the unknown? fear of what you don't know but why do we fear the unknown why do we feel like you know because something or someone does something different like you have to like almost like break them down or you know find a way to get rid of them or find a way to you know like kind of bring them back down to or you know into a submission hold like no you can't you can't say no to me like who are you to say no or who are you to want something different and it's like what like where did this mentality come from like I I don't know I just I've seen the power of saying no you know in my own life 
you know, play out. And it's like I said, for me, it was never intentionally done for, you know, a reaction. It was strictly done for myself and, you know, a way to, you know, protect myself because if I would have kept allowing and saying, yes, you know, like what they say, what you allow will continue. And I know that what, you know, in whatever circumstance that I was going through, I didn't want the same thing to continue. I was tired of being, you know, feeling like I was caught in, you know, like an endless loop of, you know, going nowhere fast. And it's like, nah, I don't want that. I'm, I'm stepping off of this. I'm not going to let myself be consumed by this because I don't want to upset you or I don't want you to look at me a certain way. I don't, I'm to the point and I've, I've been here for a while, um, where like, I don't care. And you know, it, it doesn't matter. Like I I've learned that it doesn't matter whether people are your friends, they're your family, they're your lovers, they're your coworkers. People are going to do what's best for them. And they're not going to think twice about you. They will not think twice about you. So it's kind of like I had to adapt that in my own way. And, you know, without, you know, like, the you know, a lot of things today come with a lot of, you know, malice behind it. And it's like, but why? Like, why? If, if, if somebody tells me no, I'm going to find another way. I'm not going to be mad at you for telling me no. I'm actually going to be happy that you decided to stand up and, and, you know, say no. Because it takes courage to say no. Yes is easy. Yes is, you know, it's it's because, like, you say yes because you you, you really, like, in a place where you don't want to deal. But you can only stay in that place for so long. Like, I'm, you know, and it's not like, I, I don't know if... It's because I, you know, I value myself that much. Like, people that know me, you know, even when I was, you know, younger, like, oh, they would call me like, yo, you want to, you know, you want to come out? Nah, I'm good. Like, why you don't, why I don't ever see you out? Or why you're never here or you're never there? Because I'm, I don't want to be. Like, I know for a while, like, you know, especially with the generation that, you know, I grew up in, you know, we were the internet babies. We were the, the, like what I like to call the internet crash test dummies that, you know, got to experience all of this stuff first. And, you know, it's like, once I seen it, I mean, I can't, we had to engage in it. It was something that, you know, was being, you know, presented to us so at the time like I had to you know I had to be a part of it I had to engage in it I didn't I can, I'm not gonna say I had to because I didn't have to I chose to let me correct that I chose to but it was because you know we were all you know subject to it together in some way form or fashion like you, you know, I remember getting that first gateway computer and, you know, I've, I'm, I'm one of those in that generation where, you know, AOL, you know, sent us the CDs in the mail to get online. I remember when, you know, Facebook required you to have a college email address to even sign up. But now it's, you know, it's a, it's a public platform. It's available for everybody. And, you know, I remember, you know, 
the MySpace era, like where we were all, you know, able to, you know, create our own websites, like, you know, so we, you know, I come from that. So, you know, we were all a part of it because it was the new thing. But, you know, I started seeing as, you know, the years went on and, you know, the the access that we had and it was like oh this you know I started looking at the internet as you know like being like kind of like a gift and a curse like it goes both ways but like that whole experience was you know it was it was different so like I said I went you know I went through it we all went through it but you know I got to the point where I just, you know, I was like, yo, this is, you know, it's not something that is for me. Um, you know, like, or not for me. It, it was something for me to consume, but not to allow it to consume me. And, you know, that's where I, you know, drew the line. But I can remember, you know, like I was saying, like, people were always asking me, like, how come, you know, I don't see you here? Or how come... You know, we never see you out. And it's like because like I had got to a point in my life where I said, tell me one thing that I can do outside of my home. Or out yeah, outside of my home that I can't do at home and then you'll see me there. And the only thing it was was, you know, just being around people. But you got to think like how how like. Most of the people like, you know, that would be out and around in these places were people that I just spent for some of them, like from middle school through high school. Like I've spent too much, like enough time with y'all already. Like, why do we have to keep spending all this time together? And like, what's the purpose? That's what it came down to me. What is the purpose of me being in these places just to see like what you got? No, I don't care. Or just to see who you with, I don't care. <laughs> like, so no, you're not going to find me there. No, I don't want to go to that party. Nah, I'm good. So I became, you know, I became comfortable in that. And, you know, what I noticed in me taking on that attitude and, you know, establishing that mentality, it really did upset a lot of people for whatever reasons. I don't care to know. I don't want to know because it's that's not an issue of mine. That was an issue of theirs. So I'm cool with that. But it's like, you know, when you see them, like there's a, you know, quote, when you see the majority of people doing the same thing, you question it. And that's like the kind of space like I was put in because I'm like, yo, what's the purpose? Like, I don't if I want to get drunk, I can get drunk at home. If I want to, you know, turn on the music, I got music at home. So it became like, what is the purpose of me, you know, involving myself with anybody that is going to disrupt or, you know, that's not contributing to the peace that I have when I'm not around you guys. Like, and it's not to say like, I don't hang out because I do, but I, you know, I started, you know, going to the places where, you know, people were like-minded like me and where we didn't need that constant, you know, stimulation or attention or, you know, yes, you doing this. Yes, yes, yes. No, like I didn't need, I, and I still don't, I don't need any of that, but I noticed like it upset a lot of people for whatever reason. Like I, like I said, I don't care, but it's like, why, 
why does why did that upset you why like why are you even that invested in me not wanting to be in these places or chilling with these people why does that bother you so much but you know like it's it's not like i i don't know like i don't think there's something that i will ever understand um, but, you know, like where I'm at right now is just like, no, like I've seen the power in saying, no, it's kept me safe. It kept me, you know, you know, possibly from being, you know, at the wrong place at the wrong time is, you know, it, it allowed me to not have people around me that, you know, just wanted me for, you know, my energy and, you know, the hype that I would bring into spaces that I would go to. You know, like I started seeing, you know, how, you know, I was in a way like being used just for my energy, just for my presence. And it's like, nah, like I got to protect that at all costs. Because I don't know, certain things, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so intuitive, like my body lets me know when certain things ain't right. So if I feel it's off, I don't even have to be there. But if I feel it's off, like I'm just not interested. And, you know, like my intuition has always, you know, like I tell you guys all the time, it has never led me astray. It has never led me astray. So if my body is telling me something is wrong... And I feel that, nah, like, I'm, I'm good, I'm okay, no, it's, it's a simple no, <laughs> there's nothing else that needs to come behind it, and it's like, why are we so uncomfortable with that, it's actually, like, the way that I like to think about it, like, it's, it's saying no is, is protection, because you can't, you know, saying yes to everything, uh, it, you, you're opening yourself up to anything, and everything ain't for everybody. And it's like, nah, certain things, you know, you want to keep, you need to keep for yourself. Privacy is, it's not even about being private. Because a lot of, you know, a lot of people mistake privacy for secrecy. And it's not even that. It's just like, this is my, my bubble. This is my box. And who are you to try to, you know, invade on that space, invade on my box? Because you want something that's inside of my box. But because I put myself in this box, you, you're trying to find your way in. And it's like, why? Like, who, who gave you that authority? Or what, what do you think gives you that power to encroach on somebody's space? So there is, you know, there's so much power in saying no. Like, it's, it's. You know, and I think we have to just get to a point where, you know, we're comfortable with that. And make sure that, you know, when when we are saying yes to others, that we're not saying no to ourselves. Like, we have to get comfortable in that discomfort. And it's like... It's okay. Because, like, how would you, like, if you just think, like, if you're surrounded by a whole bunch of yes men and yes women, and nobody ever tells you no, 
you're going to walk around with like this complex, like everything you're doing is right. Nobody can tell you nothing. You got this chip on your shoulder. But what's going to happen when you encounter that first no? Are you going to like nine times out of 10, you're going to you're going to lose your shit. And it's like, but why? It's because you gave you you literally gave your power away in a sense. And then you want to be mad at, you know, the one person or, you know, who, however it plays out for you. You want to be mad at that, whatever it was. Because it's like now, like you, you feel like you failed or you feel like you're not good enough. And honestly, you should never allow anyone or anything to put you in that space. And that was a space for me, like, you know, I learned, like, okay, if you tell me no, like, I'm not gonna get mad, I'm not gonna react, I'm not gonna, you know, throw a tantrum, I'm not even, like, for some people, they just, they just, like I said, they want that reaction so that you come and, you know, you chase them for it, and it's like, huh? (laughs) Like, I, I don't know, like, Like, it's kind of like people do that as a way, like, it's like dangling, like, candy in front of a kid or, you know, like, it's, 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 it's it's very, like I said, it's very immature, like, very immature energy that, you know, that that comes from. So, you know, what do we do with that? Do you feel like you saying no strips you of, you know, power or leverage? Do you feel that being told no makes you, you know, weak or vulnerable? Does it, you know, make you feel like you have to, like... Explain the reason why you said no. Because you don't. Whether you say yes or no, you don't have to explain that. And it's like, it's almost like, well, if you say no to someone, it's like, they need to know why. And, you know, well, why not? And and it's like, no, no is no. Like, it's two letters. And, oh, no. <laughs> it's just that simple. And I, like, like, I apologize, like, for some of you, like, I know, you know, my energy can, you know, be a little harsh, and it can come off a little, you know, what's the word, sharp, but, like, that's just, that's, that's how I am, like, I'm not, I'm not one to mince words, but, you know, I, I, I'm a person that likes to come to a place of clarity and understanding over anything. Otherwise, you know, like I, I'd be talking out of my ass, but (laughs) it's like, no, like I don't like confusion. I don't like questioning. So being that I don't like that, I'm not going to 
put somebody else in that space if you understand like where I'm coming from with this like I'm like they say do unto others as you want done to you so that's that's where I come from like I'm not gonna do that because you know like what that does to someone mentally like I said that shit is enough sometimes to make you physically sick so think of if it's strong enough to do that it's strong enough to fuck with your mind in a way that you know for sometimes that damage can be irreparable but I'm not gonna you know I know for me like that's not an option like I'm not gonna let something or someone can consume so much in my mind because they said no to me or because like what would I do if I if you know how I would feel if I always said yes and never said no like no that's that that's too much work for any type of relationship or you know whatever the case may be if I if I feel like like I'm using too much mental capacity just to deal with you I have to let you go because now you're you're you you know you're ultimately disrupting my peace and and I and I can't have that. Like I'm just a person. Like I, that's not okay with me. I'm not gonna. You know, you're not gonna run in my mind rent free. Because I'm worried about how you're gonna react to me. Because oh my god, like I said no, or you know, like maybe I should have no. I'm not gonna second guess. I'm not gonna do any of that for myself to make sure that you're okay because. I, at the end of the day, if I'm doing all that, that means I'm not okay. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like I said, it's it's a fine line. And, you know, everybody is at a different point. But, you know, the power of, you know, saying no is real. Like, it's... In all realms, in business and love and family. And it, it is, it truly is a form of, you know, self-love. Do you love yourself enough to say like, hey, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. Like, I'm, I don't care. Like, and, and you know what normally happens when you, when you say no, that's when that shift happens. Um, that's when, you know, you begin to, you know, step out of that, that comfort zone that you've been in for so long. And, you know, some people have been on this, you know, been, it's, it's, it's like being on a hamster wheel. Well, what happens? Like you get tired. Imagine a hamster on the wheel, you get tired and you're going to want to step off that wheel at some point, but there's a lot that comes with it. It's a lot that, you know, comes with it. But, you know, on the more positive side, saying no, you know, to things or, you know, the wrong things. If you want to look at things as right and wrong, I'm not one of those people. It's just like, is it helping me or is it hurting me? So when I say no to the things that are hurting me, it allows me to align with the things that are helping me and make space for me to say yes and to continue to say yes to what's helping me but it's because I'm choosing that for myself 
It hasn't, it, and it, it doesn't, and it shouldn't have anything to do with anyone else. The, these, that, the power of saying no is a decision that you make. It's, it's a point that you come to and say, like, I'm done. Like, I'm washing my hands of this situation. And even in, you know, like, in jobs, you know, I've, you know, for instance, I'll say this because I know this has, you know, this has come up a lot. You know, and, and, and it's it's, it's going to be prominent until we get to a place where, you know, either these corporations, you know, get in alignment and, you know, start wanting to live by their core values and mission statements, quote unquote. Um, but when, you know, they were talking about like how, you know, the wage gap difference you know, between women and men or, you know, people of color and those of non-color, you guys know how the story goes. But I said, like, you got to know how to, like, almost, you know, market yourself. When you apply for a job, they're going to give, they're going to just tell you, you know, you're going to get that basic description. You're going to get that, that base rate pay or salary or whatever. They, they have that established, right? But, you know, when you go into the, to an interview and they ask you questions, like, how are you, you know, do you feel that you're only worth what they told you that hourly wage is? Does your experience add up to you only being paid that hourly wage? Because I know for me, like, no, I don't have a college degree. I, I did graduate high school, but, you know, college, you know, I tried it and it wasn't for me. And that was fine. Like, and I, in a way, I kind of knew it wasn't for me. But, you know, like I said, some of us, are, you know, we come from those environments where you want to be, you know, the first one to go to college or you want to, you know, do stuff and do something different for your family. But I knew for me, like, college wasn't the way. Like, if I have to pay you these thousands of dollars and I'm sitting here teaching myself, I can do that for free. I don't need to give you money to tell me to go get a book out the library and read it. And ultimately, I show up to your class for 10, 20 minutes and you're telling me to just read this and then come back with something like I can do that on my own. I didn't need to go into debt for that. But that's another conversation. But like I was saying, no, I don't have a college degree. No, I, you know, don't have the quote unquote paperwork to that that can show what like I don't know where this comes from either like that you have the credentials as if you know that says something but I would go into these interviews and like like hypothetically speaking to like say they were offering me $14 an hour but I'm, you know, applying for this job because, number one, I know that I can do it. I know that I have the skills. So that's what, like, it didn't deter me. Even if there were skills that I didn't have, I knew that the experience that I had, I, I, I was, it was enough to help me learn that skill that I didn't have. So when I would go into these places, like, hey, this is what I've done, you know, as far as my resume. This is my experience. Now, I can do this job, but, you know, if, if it wasn't, the salary wasn't right, I would negotiate myself. You know, I would make a negotiation like, yeah, I can do this, but we need to talk about this. We need to discuss this, you know, this wage. Anyway, 
that's you know me knowing what I what I'm bringing to the table and I can remember being at one job and I kid you I kid you not I went into you know the interview got the job it was $15 an hour my first time ever I never worked in finance a day in my life but, you know, it, you know, came to me by word of mouth. You know, someone was like, hey, I know somebody. I know that they can do this job. Now, mind you, I've never done it. Like, my resume at the time was, you know, it was scattered. I was young. And, you know, so I was, you know, I had moved around trying to, you know, find my footing. But I was doing, you know, anything I could at the time just to, you know, provide. And so I went in the job. And I said, you know, I was on it. I never, like I said, I never worked in finance a day in my life. But I know how to add. I know how, like, numbers is my thing. So I go into this job, and, you know, I'm doing I'm being trained. You know, they're training me on it. And, you know, I'm getting the hang of it. So I want to say it was, I don't even think it was a week later. I think it was the, the end of that work week and I got called into the office and they were like hey we want to give you this raise because what you were what you've already shown us we we can't afford to let you go so here 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 you go will this you know they gave me a, a raise within five days of being on this job Now, I could have, you know, been in the mindset like, you know, scared, like, oh, I've never, I've never worked in finance before. But you know what? I, I know, I knew my capabilities and I knew my incapabilities. But more so, I walked in there like, you know, knowing that there was still something I can learn. So as long as I had that, I was good. So what I'll say to sum it up, it's like, yeah, within five days, I was already given a raise. And that job, you know, set me off on a career path I never even thought of. I never thought that I would be working in finance. I never thought that I would be, you know, someone who was responsible for bringing the actual money in the door for a company. And the fact that, you know, I didn't even know it was something that I was good at until I started doing it. But, you know, I could have been, you know, the the person that, you know, was like too high and mighty and just automatically thought, you know, well, you know, I'm just going to, you know, do this job and see whatever, you know, however it's going to play out. But that wasn't the case. So what ended up happening is like once I seen what happened at that job. And, you know, I was willing to walk in there with, you know, with the openness to still learn something. After, you know, what ended up happening, as I want to say about two years later, because it was a small medical group I was working for, they were, you know, taken over by a, large, a larger group. So our group, you know, we got, in a way... um, dismantled um so when I went for my next job you know same same instance happened you know I found another job that was you know similar was for a different company but 
they were, you know, they were offering me something that was, you know, it was less than where I just came from. But being in that experience from where I just came from showed me like this is what, you know, I'm at least what I'm worth. So when I walked into that next thing, I'm like, look, I can show you like what I've done at this previous company. I know what I'm capable of doing here. Just show me how your system works and let me go. But this this hourly rate right here, we we can't we're going to have to, you know, discuss that. So I was able to walk in there and negotiate, you know, myself at a higher rate. But just think of what would have happened if I would have said yes, I would have lost money. I would have just accepted, you know, whatever they was offering just because I needed the job, quote unquote. But the power in me saying no got me more <laughs> than what I was making at my that, you know, the job that I had just came from. And the fact that, you know, again, I was able to continue to excel and I was, you know, continuing to, you know, get better at what I was doing. I was then, you know, being brought into, you know, rooms and meetings that I had no business being in. I was even in there being paid more than people that had the degrees and had the, you know, the the schooling or, you know, the quote unquote on paper, their accomplishments. But I ended up teaching them. So, you know, I spent, you know, some time, you know, at that job as well. But, you know, then by me doing that and, you know, of course, you know, word gets around because this this happens in jobs a lot. And, you know, it was it was like, you know, other people, you know, started getting upset because they're like, you know, who is this girl? And, you know, how does she know all of this? And she didn't even go through what we went through. And it's like, well, why does that matter? Like, I'm here now and like we got a job to do. Why are you thinking of it like that minuscule? Like, no. So, you know. When I ended up leaving that job, it, you know, it was, it was felt, it was felt by the people that, you know, were there and, you know, the coworkers that I worked with, you know, but, you know, that loss was felt because, you know, I'm, I'm not one and I'm not going to do like, again, like I say, like the, the office politics or just the, the politics in general, like. I don't get caught up in that. So, you know, I felt that it was time for me to, you know, separate myself from that employer, but it hurt them. And not to say like I was the best employee, but you have to, you know, people know when you, when you show up and you're, and you're not willing to, you know, you're, you're willing to, how can I say, own your value it's, you know, other people are going to see that and those that, you know, are able to resonate with it and not take it as a threat, you know, those are the people that it impacts the most because it also shows them like, hey, I don't have to settle for this. I don't have to settle for less. If this is what I know I can bring to the table, I'm going to present myself in that way. 
and not accept anything else. So again, with the power of saying no and whatever, like that's just a work scenario, but it happens in relationships. It happens in friendships. It happens, you know, like I even said, you know, with our kids and, you know, we just have to understand that one no is not never. Yeah, guys, sorry about that. Um, I wasn't even looking at my timer and it, I didn't even realize we had, you know, gotten to an hour. But like I said, um, you know, this, the power of saying no is, you know, is detrimental for all of us. Even if you, even if it's just, you know, one time, even if it's just, you know, it's something that is not, you know, familiar to you or even something that you want to, you know, you've done before. There's, you know, there's a first time for everything. And it basically, you know, comes down to you, you know, knowing what it is that you deserve, what it is that, what it is that, you know, you want out of life. And, um, you know, also doing what, you know, what feels right and what's in alignment with you. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get one more empowering question just to close this out. Um, close this episode out because you know it is what it is um but we all just have to get there you know and we will I'm sure that we will but again you know saying no it doesn't mean never and maybe it's just a not right now and so just the bottom of the deck, the empowering question that came out that says, am I focusing more on what my life look, looks like than on what it feels like? And that's a very valid question, you know, as far as when it comes to the power of saying no, because if you're f- just focusing more on what your life looks like, you're never, you know, you're always you're going to continue to say yes, because you, you that's you want it to look and be a certain way. But does that, how does that feel to you? Does that feel right to you? And, if, you know, you could very well be in a position where, you know, your your life looks like what it feels like. And if that's the case for you, then, you know, you you should, or you, you're a, a great example. <laughs> because the, some, somewhere down the line, you've said no to a, a lot of things, people and places in order to be in that spot. But if you, you know, you're someone, you know, like me and like the majority of us, this is, you know, we're all learning and we're all on different levels. So let's just get one more empowering question to close this out um, as it pertains to the power of saying no. What you got for us, Spirit? What empowering question do we need to close out this episode let's see what spirit has to say because sometimes you know what I'm what I'm hearing is like when you say no like everybody wins like when you really think about it everybody wins so (laughs) 
the empowering question that came out again. Oh my God. It says, who am I? And then this, this is the one that's at the bottom right now. It says, what are, what are my best qualities? And this one came out into the reading. So it's like, again, no, knowing your capabilities and incapabilities and what you have to offer again is you saying yes to others, you saying no to yourself. Because it is, it's kind of an act of if you're always saying yes, you're devaluing who you are. So, you know, who are you? Are you someone that is, you know, are you a people pleaser? Or are you someone that's going to, you know, stand and walk in your truth because it feels right to you? regardless of what it may look like regardless of how others may perceive it you know it's it's a real question yeah so you know again we're we're right back to this who are you so like who are you are you a yes man or woman or are you Someone that is, you know, it takes courage. It takes, you know, strength. It takes discipline even to say no to, you know, whatever it is that's, you know, either helping you or harming you. And then we have this one, and I'm going to leave it here. And it says, how do I show love to myself and to others? And the way that I'm feeling this question is is basically making me feel like in showing love to yourself, does that take from others? I don't think it does. But, you know, and, and, you know, do some of you feel like showing love to yourself? You know, some people look at that as like a selfish act. But it's not. It's really not a selfish act. It's, you know... Again, it's an act of self-preservation. So, you know, these are just questions that you may want to ask yourself. You know, as we go throughout this week, they may come up for you. And it's also giving me the energy of, you know, reciprocity. Because... Ultimately, when you get to this space or this level of awareness within yourself, like I said, it makes you want to, you know, share. Um, it makes you, you want to, you know, put that, that energy out there. Um, so and how, how do you, I show love to myself and to others? You know, some of you, it's not selfish. It's not selfish to do what's best for you in no way, shape, or form. And, you know, I'll say almost 10 times out of 10, doing what's best for you is is not going to be beneficial to, to everyone around you, to a lot of the people around you, to the majority of the people around you. Because what it is, is it, it cuts off that the access to that well that you were, you know, that you have become for them. So they were drinking you. They were, you know, it's, 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 it's very similar to, you know, energy vampires. 
And, you know, we have to be careful of that. But, and, you know, in order to, you know, stop that, you have to, you know, establish boundaries. And the first way to establish boundaries is by saying no. So, as always, y'all, I thank y'all for tuning in um, with me, um, you know, in this week. We have, you know, a lot of, you know, um, astrologically, if you are interested in that, definitely check out the reading because we will have a full moon this week and we will have Saturn, which is, you know, the planet of, you know, um, how can I say this? Like it, it does represent, you know, restrictions and structure and status and all of that. It's, it's switching signs. It will be leaving Aquarius and moving into Pisces. So, you know, what this next, this next, you know, Saturn cycle, is this how you want to spend, you know, the next 10 to 12 years of your life still being in this? Because when, when, when planets like that change signs, this is something it's, it's for the long term. It's for the long haul. So if you're not in, you know, a place that you want to be, or you're not in the, you know, whatever the case may be, this is, you know, some shit that's going to be cemented for the next 10 to 20 or 10 to 12 years. So, you know, be mindful of that. Be mindful of that. And it's going to be hard to, you know, get out of it. So, you know, now is the time. Now is the time to, you know, establish those boundaries. And, you know, whoever don't like it, you know, hey. Like my like my mom and my stepdad used to say, tough titty. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is like, you know. So you are you go, are you going to be comfortable in the bed that you made, making sure that other people were comfortable, but all while you know, you know, I I I oh man, what's that? What's the story called? The princess and the pea. But whether you're a prince or a princess that discomfort is that you know is that something that you're you're okay with and and, you know and listen (laughs) y'all and I swear this is the last one but spirit is talking and I'm I'm just being the vessel and it says what is the worst that could happen if I let go of the things that can that no longer serve me there we have it so there's there's a power in saying no so what will you say no to today and if if you don't believe me test it out for yourself say no to something that you've been saying yes to try it out today tomorrow just try it out and you know see what happens Cause I, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, you know, testing stuff out for yourself. So it could be something as simple as saying like, nope, today I'm not going to have that coffee or saying, nope, today I'm not going to do that and see what happens to your day. See how it plays out or just, you know, who, even if it's a person you have to just say no to see, watch their reaction and see what it is, you know, so As always, like again, I say I thank y'all for tuning in with me. I will see you guys all on the next episode. And, you know, I hope everyone has a great week. And I'll catch you on the next one. All right?
Later.